0: Hey there, everyone. Thanks again for tuning into SIN's Workshop. Hope you're having a wonderful day. So today we're going to be talking about Mexican bo- Gothic by Silvia Moreno-Garcia. And I have to say, I loved this novel. Um, I think this novel is perfect. If you are a fan of uh, Crimson Peak or even the original show... American Gothic. I think you're really going to appreciate this novel because it really is spectacular. Um, it really does have that Gothic vibe and it really does have that really strong eerie horror vibe. And I'm someone who likes horror, but I tend to be really particular with my horror with my horror. I tend to, I guess my niche would be Gothic lit. I love Gothic lit and of course Mexican Gothic really does um, go hand in hand with that itself and I think that that's what makes this novel really compelling for me especially because it has a strong eeriness vibe a creepy uh, haunting atmosphere that just draws you in and I think what makes Garcia such a good writer is she packs a punch she is able to impose so much with very little, and my mother has always told me, and I think she's true about this. A good writer can get their point across in twenty cent in twenty words, right? A great water can get that same point across with five or less words. You, when you say very little, you're you can say so much at the same time and garcia is really good with that with her storytelling with her writing with her building scene structure and description and atmosphere from the mist to the coldness of um high place to nomi's personality as well and i want to talk a little bit about nomi because she really is unsuspecting she is your unsuspecting hero the story opens up in a way through a male gaze let's say that the story does open up through a male gaze and you're learning about Nomi through outside perception perspective she seems to be You know, kind of frivolous, flighty, a flirt, and a little bit conceited and shallow. But when you're getting to know her, you know she is beyond all of that. That's just how she kind of acts to society. It's the mask that she she puts on to blend in. Because as a woman in the 1950s, her intelligence is quite possibly going to frighten people. And she is a very intelligent woman. She doesn't just want to be debutante. She doesn't just want to be a girl who goes out and parties and drinks and smokes. What she wants is to do something great. And she says that. She wants to do something great with her life. And she's even studying anthropology. And she's quite intelligent as well when it comes to paints you're seeing her intelligence shine with just very few sentences and how she perceives the world around her and i really do applaud Garcia with that because even in her previous book that i read gods of jade and Sha- gods of jade and shadow i think she does a remarkable job with her female characters of staying away from those gender stereotypes staying away from those racial and societal stereotypes Her women are their own people. And they stand out from a crowd by doing that. And I think that that's what makes Garcia such a good writer. Is her female characters. Because they are incredible. They are impeccable. But they're also relatable. And they're also strong. And these are women you kind of want to look up to. And personally, I loved Nomi as well. I thought she was just so well done. I thought she was... Characterized very well and she's sent to high place by her father uh, to look in on her cousin who just married a gringo. Um and Wow, they're racist. I mean they're just <laughs> you just want to smack them all and be like you guys are psychotically racist. Okay, got it. Um <laughs> And I think the way Nomi handles them is very, it speaks highly of her characterization. It speaks highly of her um, personality. And again, I like that about her. I do indeed love her personality and how she's able to handle what is thrown at her. Now, as for the story itself, you know, Garcia did a great job, once again, with the pacing, with creating that gothic atmosphere, It, while also staying away from the tropes. You know, some of those cliches and tropes that you tend to see in gothic lit, she stays away from them. She's building a gothic narrative through setting, through... through Creep Factor. She's using her words to build a haunting landscape with mist, and you've got the the house on top of the hill, and you've got everyone saying, it's cursed. Run away, mijita. Run away. That's all they're saying, you know, it's cursed. And I think that that's incredible for the narrative and for the storytelling. I personally really did enjoy the story so much and the ending itself that unveiling near the end oh my god it's jaw-dropping when i read that i was like what the heck like what is happening what is going on what the heck and i was really really drawn in by that so i don't want to spoil it because it's just unpredictable and unsuspecting and i had not seen it coming from a mile away to tell you the truth i even in hindsight i'm like i did not see that coming not one bit i was thinking this or i was thinking this and i was just like nope garcia you you gave me a really good gothic lit story that was 100 percent unpredictable and that's what i love about it uh, i think that's key in making sure that gothic lit is working for you the reader it it, it just it was good <laughs> i have to give mexican gothic five stars um hands down it was a spectacular novel i'm definitely a huge fan we have got to see his work now um, and I'm really hoping that if you are a fan of Gothic lit, you yourself are going to pick up the book and read it and enjoy it as much as I do, because it really did such a good job of storytelling and characterization, and making sure that that pe- making sure sure that that pacing and tension and rising tension all lined up together to deliver an excellent storytelling. So once again, I have to give Mexican Gothic five stars, five out of five. Um, If you're going to purchase the book, I do recommend purchasing the book from your local bookseller or online book retailer. All I ask is that you support your bookstore and not Amazon when it comes to buying books. If money's tight, please check out the book from your local library. Libraries are a great resource for the community and definitely deserve us all of the support they can get. You can get if your library is still closed due to COVID-19 or budgetary issues, you can get a digital library card and get ebooks and audiobooks. If you already have a library card, many of them do offer curbside pickup. And on that note, I hope you all will continue to support me by liking this podcast and subscribing to it and sharing it with all your book-loving friends. You can also become a supporter on Anchor FM, my recording platform, for $1 a month. There's information in the description of this podcast. Hope you all have a great rest of your day, and as always, happy reading.